You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Hello, gents. Welcome to the show. Wednesday night, this is Sports Day. Gary Belcher coming to you tonight from the Manly Warringah slash Northern Eagles uh, home studio. <laughs> no, Mate, hey, 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 no hey. don't you start. No, I was a big not... fan of the Northern Eagles. Oh, who's your favourite Northern Eagles Brett player? Brett Kamali. He was uh, a Northern I, Eagles honestly, fan. I did. Player? I, I worked with Noddy back in those days. Uh, yeah. How are you, gentlemen? Ask North Sydney fans what they think of the Northern Eagles. Hang on, Badge. Jamie Goddard was. was my favourite Northern Eagle. But hang on. You've done – we've done uh, St. George Illawarra mm-hmm. and we've done Steelers and Dragons. It's only mm. fair that we do Northern Eagles and Sea Eagles. Oh, we'll throw – let's throw the North Sydney Bears in <laughs> then too. <laughs> okay, Dave Fairley. A part of that. Peter oh, Jackson. Oh, no way. Mm. No, we can't do that. All right, so we just do a Manly Sea Eagles. We, we, do we forget the Northern Eagles ever existed? Oh, well, they did. I think Manly has. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, 0457 736 736. Who is your favourite Manly player of all time, Badgen? And who are you naming the studio after tonight? Um, oh, well, it's a really tricky one because there's so many great uh, Manly Seagulls players across the years. But a um, good mate of mine, Michael O'Connor. We've spoken to him on the program. What a champion player. <laughs> Formerly the Dragons. Yep. And Australian Rugby Union star, Wallaby star. Uh, how good was he? Uh, first player that springs to mind, and I think Manly, because he was stepping around me so often. Honestly, the best sidestep in was the sublime. game. He and, was so oh, good. And what a player. Can yeah. I ask Manly fans who listen to our show, and there are plenty of listeners who are Manly fans, if you had a choice of Jake Trebojevic and Tom Trebojevic or Brett Stewart and Glenn Stewart, oh. same position, prolific try scorers. Hmm. I'll let wow, you think on that. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Manly fans. D- Badge. Does Tommy T push that over the line for the Travoyevichs? I don't know. That's up to the fans. Brett Let's Stewart, just hear from the fans. One of the prolific try scorers. Brett Stewart. Of all yeah, time. Snake. Mm. He was. He was amazing. Mm. So, what, what's the name of your studio? Did you say? The Michael O'Connor yeah, studio. Michael O'Connor, right. Yeah. I, yeah, okay, so sorry. I'll rest my I case, Sats, when I, I say he doesn't listen to <laughs> I me. Know. I can't believe he didn't pick Cliffy Lyons, mate. Mm. Why? One of the greats from the series. Yeah. Who would you one, pick? As you, said, as you said, one of the greats. Who, Cliffy was amazing. What about Is all the players? Who, yeah, who would you pick? Favourite Manly player? Yeah. We're talking to him tonight. Tooves? Yep. Oh, the great Jeff Tooves. Come on, that's ridiculous. He's a good man, Tooves. A tremendous player. One of the toughest human beings you could ever come across. Um, Hope we can get him because I know he... He catches a bus about this time of night. He's one of the richest men in Sydney and he's catching a bus. Yeah. He probably owns the yeah. bus. 
Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. When he says bus, it's probably limo. <laughs> uh, boys, uh, tonight we're going to talk about several things. Of course, favourite Manly player. I, actually, I just got off the phone from the missus. You heard the conversation, yeah. didn't you? Mm. So, you know how I sold my house. We're now buying something else. We haven't even settled on it, right? So the bank hasn't even given us a cent to buy this joint. Yes. She's already gone and bought furniture. Mm. Like, Well, but how's it, how do you know it's going to fit? Mm. Well, she looked at it today. She oh, you've got a plan? There's yeah, we've put it on. Yeah, like we've, they've accepted our offer. And she went and looked at it and go, right, okay, this will look good. And she took some videos and all that sort of stuff. And went out and bought furniture today. Yeah, that's not on. Good on her. It's what stupid. That's not on. <gasps> it's ridiculous. Yeah. What are you saying? <laughs> hey, another thing that Badge, uh, Badge Sats and I have been fighting about uh, again in the Sports Day studio, and it happens most days. Can we video our whole afternoon one day? No. You threatened to hit me today. Okay, yeah. Um, most overrated rock bands. And <laughs> and yeah. the, the, I don't know why, how we get into this. Yeah, how did we get into oh, this? I don't know. But listen to this, Badge. Who, who is your most overrated rock band, Sats? I can't decide between the Rolling Stones or the Doors. What? Oh my God! Yeah. See what I mean, Badge? See what I mean? Well, like t- two of the all-time greats. And I'll throw a third in there: Oasis. What? Yeah. What well, they wrong? were they're they're kind of Beatles ripoffs. Mm. <laughs> what, what don't you like about the Stones? I don't know. I, I, don't, That's, I don't know what I don't like about them. So you got to you got to get their story. It's un- incredible what they've done. And, you know, they're in, they're what, 90s now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They shouldn't it's be touring playing. anymore. No, they shouldn't be. I mean, maybe One of the all-time RSL. great uh, live acts, the Stones, mm. saw them in, in Brisbane uh, at QE2 Stadium. Yep. Um, many years ago. Oh, amazing. I met them back, backstage in Melbourne. Oh, he had to beat me, Sat. See there, who does that? Like, he always waits for my story. That, that is a bruising says, I right met there. Is that, yeah. is that a bruising? Oh, it's one of the biggest bruisings of well, all time. Well, I, dra- I also drank their rider. How good's that? Mm. So I, only because I wanted a free beer. Well, you were hanging out in the in the yeah. They just they the, there was the a room, room and they just put beer and that on. And I is the green room green? I've never no, been in one. No, it wasn't. Oh. But I will I will back sats up here. It was one of the worst concerts I've seen. I fell asleep. Oh. Yeah. Well, one of the worst I ever saw. Um, who I thought he was amazing for so long. He was disgusting at um, at Blues Fest one year. Bob Dylan. He was there you taking go. this out of everyone. There you go. He was well, disgusting. Was he? And I, I still love his music, but, God, the guy's lost the plot. Badge, who, do, who don't you like apart from Bob Dylan? Uh, uh, well, I never liked Kiss. I think, you know. Same. All, I'm with you. Smoke and Mirrors. And I mentioned this um, Jeez, to, to my wife when I saw the run sheet, and, I, and she reminded me every time, if we ever listen to the radio, like I, I'm more rock and she's more pop and whatever, but if ever Nickelback comes on, she, she'll, she can put her head out the window and vomit, I reckon. What? Nickelback just, oh, I think they do a lot of people's heads in. So doesn't like them at all. Mine. Sorry, we'll get if you're in, offended. I don't, I don't now, care. Now, I am about to reach across the, the <laughs> studio and slap this man across his jowl in a sec. See, have you heard this, HR? Oh, he has yeah. threatened me. Oh. And first of all, he what said, happened? I've got jowls. And then he has threatened me. Yep. Right? HR, where are you? Uh, bon Jovi. See, that, Overrated. That'll do me. 1989, I went and saw them in concert. Best concert I've ever seen outside of Keith oh. Urban. It's it's outside that's of that's Keith Urban! <laughs> Sats, they lip sync. They don't they even don't. sing. Mate, they're crap. They're not even they their songs. Every, they're, every... Si- they're singing Rolling Stones songs. Oh, every song sounds the same. That's a lie. That's Adele. 
Oh, don't start there. Can someone just make her happy? You said rock. You said rock. You can't throw Adele in there. Yeah. The other. What was the other one I said? Oh, it was Kiss. I can't stand Kiss. Oh, I don't. I don't get that. They revolutionised yeah. music. And when I yeah. said to these boys, that time you dressed up in your Kiss outfit, <laughs> people thought it was Halloween. <laughs> I just don't have the tongue. I just don't have the tongue. And when I said wickety whack, you boys were disgusted. Quickly, <laughs> <laughs> most of our listeners don't even know who you're talking about. Okay, uh, on the text line zero four five seven seven three six seven three six, Sporty Gav says, "Hi guys, most overrated band, Matchbox Twenty. No, Rob Thomas has got the worst voice for singing. What about what about Tom? He says, Boogie Woogie's Badge and Sats, most overrated rock band, Pearl Jam. Tom, come on, really." How many match band for Tom? He's, he's got to go to the so, judiciary for yeah, that. He, Tom, on, you yeah, can't text us for the rest of the week. <laughs> Do not <Okay>. text this. <laughs> sports day, sports update. All right, there is some big news around Sats. Take it away with the club CEOs and vaccinated players and unvaccinated players. Well, they formulated a plan, the, the club CEOs and the players' union, uh, with non-vaccinated NRL players. They could be given eight weeks' notice to get the jab, to be fully vaccinated, both uh, both uh, needles, or they'll be placed on an inactive list and receive a fraction of their salary. Now, this surprised you, Woogie, because only 24 players across the entire 16 clubs, entire uh, competition at the moment, remain unvaccinated. Did that surprise you? Do you think there'd be more? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did too, yeah. actually. Oh, I yeah. kind of did. Mm. I kind of did. So that's like one or two per club. Oh, it, they're saying it's around that figure. So um, I, I think this is... This is great. I don't think this was such a difficult one for him to come up with because there's so few players. You can imagine if there was 100 players across the game that, that didn't want to get vaccinated for whatever reason. It would have been very tricky for them to come up with a, a plan. To, mm. you know, I'm not sure they would have come up with this so much. But because there's so few, I think it's like, well, guys, you know, we're going to be able to get along without you. If you don't get it, you don't get it. Sit out. Um, but they have been told you have to, um, from legal departments, I believe... And this is just a plan at the moment. It hasn't been ratified, but legal departments, are, they're saying you've got to give them that eight weeks' notice. Yeah. yeah. Very important. And uh, Andrew Abdo has come out and said, you know, it's, this is all about freedom of speech, freedom of choice. And I think when you've got the numbers in your favour, you've got the ability to, to play that line as well. It's because with only 24 players across the entire competition unvaccinated, the numbers do the talking for you. Um, mm. You're part of the minority, and if... If you want to get paid and you want to play in the competition, well, um, you're going to have to adhere to what everyone else is doing. Not the actual rules the NRL are putting in place, just adhere to what everyone else is doing. So I, I like the approach they've they've taken. Uh, I like mm, the approach that, that they, they haven't come down with a hard stance. And like the AFL and more or less, if you don't get vaccinated, you can't play. Mm, they've yep. given everyone the choice and they're giving them a big window for that choice as well. So, yeah, well done, NRL. And the great thing about that, that says that there's 95% of the players in the competition are vaccinated. Yeah, that's, that's good, isn't it? Is that yeah, fully yeah. vaxxed, badge? Well, I... Could you do some more yeah. numbers on that for us and come back to us? <laughs> no, so I don't the, know. I don't know the full... I just know that this says... Yeah. So there's more fully right. vaxxed NRL players than there are people in Queensland, percentage-wise. Mm. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Hey, uh, boys. Some... Actually, there's, no, there's probably, yeah, so there's 350. That's about the same as number of people in Queensland who are vaccinated. <laughs> hey, um, uh, a couple of number nines before we go to the break are in demand at the moment. Brandon Smith has met with the Titans and Reid Marnie with Parramatta. First of all, Brandon Smith, uh, is he still hot property after Powdergate? 
Well, um, I think there would be some clubs that would be apprehensive, but there are some clubs that um, that would be crawling over each other to get to him. There's anyway upwards of five or six clubs for more reports. Um, as you say, the Gold Coast Titans uh, met with Brandon Smith, but Badge, you and he you and hasn't I, got a long rap sheet, has exactly. he? Exactly. You you put into context off air really. where he said it's his really it's his first offence, and yeah, uh, no, as, as serious he's... as it is, and not a great look, still something to work with. He's a larrikin, he's loose, but I think, you know, he would have learned a, a pretty heavy lesson from all this. Yeah. Um, so it wouldn't deter me, if I was the CEO, from uh, from trying to sign him. He's going to get some really good offers, of course, from... Uh, and and the, the new Dolphins side, uh, they want him, as you said, Woogie. He's met with the Titans. There'll be heaps and heaps of clubs chasing him. This is what um, the, the Titans boss, Steve Mitchell, had to say. He's a sensational player, obviously, and he brings a he brings you know one of our mandates is energy and effort, and he brings he brings a lot of that. Um, uh, but as, a, as I said, mate, I think we we sort of stand in line. There's about half a dozen that uh, feel the same way about him, and for good reason. You know, have a, he picked up the Dalian this year in his position quite rightly, and uh, he's just a you know he's a fierce competitor, and um, you know, he's a he's a formidable force in that spot. So uh, you know, we're, we're we're one of a number of clubs that um, uh, you know would would like his services. That's for sure. Trying to sound like a Scrooge in relation to having fun, but I think Brandon Smith and that larrikin attitude he's got, which he's never going to lose. I think he's going to have to, he's really going to have to pay his dues this year at, at the Melbourne Storm and and probably tone mm. it back a little bit. And I think um, the chat that Craig Bellamy had with both he and Cameron Munster, which I'm led to believe was about four or five days after the incident, he let them sweat for about a week before he actually contacted them. Uh, yeah, I think we, you know, we may see a different Brandon Smith in relation to his larrikin attitude off the field while he's with Melbourne this year. Yep, and the other one you mentioned, Woogie, yeah, Reid Marnie has been spotted uh, dining with Bulldogs. Well, apparently it was now. him. We couldn't see whether it was him or not from the photos right. and the video because there was a lot of prawn crackers in front of him. So obviously they were at a Chinese <laughs> restaurant. Oh, well, and badge. What, what happens say? when you go to a Chinese restaurant? Well, well that's when the de- that's when you've had a win. When the deal's done, you, yep. you, you've you've had a big. You, you know, if it was just in the bistro, uh, yeah. okay, at the least. But if you're going to the Chinese, <laughs> I, you just about guarantee he's gone. Well, all important meetings for Sports Day happen at Chop Chop's Chinese restaurant, so uh, it's only fair yep. that everyone else does that as well. So yeah, good call. Mm. Um, would he be a good pickup for the Bulldogs? A very good pickup. It's oh, the it's the one position that they're. Like the Gold Coast Titans, it's such a key position. Now, Jeremy Marshall King, young Beyond Diodo, they're good little players, but you need a player now that's on the verge of playing representative rugby league when you're, you know, the difference between the Titans being a top eight or eighth or seventh up to about a top four position, I think is their number nine. Mm. And they need to nail that number nine position. So, And the Bulldogs are in the same position. They need a number nine to, to play finals. Right, yeah. Hey, um, this is Sports Day, by the way, thanks to the all-new Kia Sportage. It's been unleashed. Lots of text messages coming through about rock bands and favourite Manly players. I've got to mention, too, not only Tooves coming up shortly on the show when he gets off the bus, uh, Barat Sundaraisen, who's obviously a, a very, very good cricket journalist for Crick Info. Um, big West Indies fan, too, by the way. He's going to join us on the show to preview the T20 World Cup semis. First ones tonight, boys. That snuck up pretty quickly, and um, there's been That's some... not us. That's England and... Yeah, yeah, we're, to, we're tomorrow yeah, night tomorrow at midnight. Night. But, um, but there's also been some interesting stuff around selections for the Aussie cricket team today with um, uh, a few players in contention playing at the Gabba and it's greener than grass in Darwin, this pitch <laughs> they play it on. I'm telling you, 
it was uh, they were pitching the ball outside off stump. It was hitting the square leg umpire in the face. The ball. This is how much <laughs> it was moving around. But one bloke did really well. It was he oh. Um yeah. What did he make? Test opener. About seventy. 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 That was five for seventy-five or something. Yeah. Yeah. Seventy. He made out of it. That yeah. And uh, they may not make hundred and twenty odd, but. He did really well. Yeah, good stuff. And that's, a, that's great, isn't it? Great cameo at the, yeah. the Gabba, where the first test will be, where it's so difficult to, to score if it's a green top. You need some experience there. I reckon it's, he's really put himself in so the So you're saying there. he's a lock, Jase? Uh, well, I'm going to ask Barrett as well. He knows he's you know, it's better than me, but I reckon, yes. Mm. I reckon he is a lock. Badge, he'd have to be now, wouldn't he? Uh, well, you know, <laughs> know as much as you you guys do. But I'd, I'd, if it was up to me, he'd be a massive chance. Marcus Harris is scoring runs too. Um, so Marnus got a golden yeah. Mm. Marnus, yeah Oh, he's gone No, get rid of him He can't <laughs> <laughs> Just on our text We asked that question about If you had the choice Out of the Trebojevic brothers uh, Tom and also Jake Or Brett Stewart and, and Glenn Stewart We've got a text here From Rowdy Rod, Eagle Rod Gifty and Snake That was of course um, That was Glenn and Brett Stewart Were and are still champions Of our side But right now I'd take Turbo and Jake With how they're playing And don't forget We still have Bender Coming to the mix what we saw this year, yeah. he'll be an awesome player. Can't wait. Go to the mighty. What Eagles. if? What if you? What if we throw in Dale Shearer and Cliffy Lyons? Oh God! Nah. Yeah, as another combo. Here's the interesting thing. I thought Gifty and Snake were some members of Kiss. No. Nah. <laughs> and he was texting about so bands. There Gifty you go. was uh, Glenn Stewart. Yeah, there you go. Mm. All right, this is Sports Day break time. Uh, I've just had word. Tooves is off the bus, and he joins <laughs> us next on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Turn it back to Hasler, back to Tooby. Tooby dancing. He's all elusive, little fella, Mick. Very, very elusive. Look at him, looks as though he's about 14, but it looks as though he can handle it all right. There's half a metre in it. Now it goes out to Tooby. Yeah, very young uh, Jeff Toovey there taking on Great Britain. Uh, about two or three first-grade games he played. He did look 14. Uh, it, tiny, but, geez, he had a good game. Uh, scored a try. Uh, man of the match as well in that game. Can I just run through his uh, his resume here, boys? Yep. Played 286 sure. games for the Sea Eagles slash Northern Eagles. Uh, 14 origins for the Blues uh, and 13 tests for the Kangaroos. I reckon it was more origins. 16 origins, sorry, for the Blues. Fair career. It's a fair career. 13 tests for the Kangaroos. I reckon one of the quiet achievers. And Badge, I think you said off there as well, captain his club, his state, and his country. Yep. Yeah. Pretty big. And I said, the world's toughest accountant. (laughs) <laughs> he's fr- he's fresh off the bus too. I, I don't know. I don't know why oh. this man who's loaded is catching a bus. He probably owns the bus company. Good point. <laughs> Jeff Tuvey joins us on Sports Day. G'day, Tuves. Oh, gentlemen, that uh, that game against Great Britain back in nineteen eighty eight. I nearly lost my head four times in that game. <laughs> it was like it was a massive target. Um, didn't didn't believe in the head eye rule back then. Hey, so I, in, I, in that game, Tooves, um, against Great Britain, that was a tour in Great Britain. So, Badger, you said you were at Brookvale watching because you were part of the Australian side that night. Is that yeah. right? Yep, yep. Fatty said, have a look at this kid. He will play for Australia. That was before, they, as they ran out, and we were like, oh, kidding, he's tiny. What do you remember from that the game? That man, man was a good supporter, a very yeah, big supporter of mine, so I appreciated the comments. What do you remember about that game, Tooves, uh, against the touring Poms? 
Oh, not much, to be honest with you. But um, again, it was it was, a, it was a night game, so it was you know we didn't play many night games back then either. So it was a big, a big crowd, and that's when the touring sides actually got out and played a few mm. local club sides to raise a bit of money so and support. So um, it was really exciting. It was my it was my first first grade game. It was my first run on time I've been on the run, run on team. So um, it was exciting for me that way. I had, I had all the family down there. They were pumped and. Um, as, as, as we said, uh, we got away with a victory. Um, so it was a bit embarrassing for the Poms, but um, a great night for the Manly Seagulls. Now, you're a Belrose boy uh, growing up on the North Shore. Did you used to go down to the Brookie and, and watch the Eagles play as a kid? Oh, look, to be honest, not really. I, I, was, I was playing playing football. I was playing a bit of rugby union as well, so playing Saturday and Sundays. And, you know, mum and dad were like most parents, I think, chauffeuring us around to, to different sports. So, um, um Pretty busy um, lifestyle here on the Northern Beaches, so I didn't get that many opportunities to get to the Bullfell. But when I did, I spent most of the time on, on a bit of cardboard sliding down the back of the hill in the grassy knoll. So um, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was too busy eating pies and drinking cokes and going crazy. Sounds like we're, we're lucky. You might have been a crappy rugby union player, mate, so you stuck to league or <laughs> did you have some offers? Did you have to make a decision oh, there no. or was it always going to be manly? Well, no, you said before I grew up playing for Belrose local league side, but um, a neighbouring suburb was Alambia, and they were short players for their, for their union side, and we were short a couple of players for our league side. So I said we used to play Saturday morning, Saturday afternoons in the juniors, and then when league went to seniors, we played league on the Sunday and union on the Saturday. So it was good, yeah, right. it was good times. You know? I think as a young, young, young kid or man, you wanted to be participating as much as you could, so... It gave us that opportunity. So, so Tooves, you come into the, the, the grade, senior grades in 88. Manly are the premiers from the year before with you know, Fatty you mentioned and Cliffy and Dares and, and Ronnie Gibbs and uh, just an outstanding side. Was that, was that daunting, thinking you're coming in to try to make it in a side that's got all these superstars? Well, as an 18-year-old sort of uh, young man, you didn't think about those things. You are just excited. I was just excited to play. Um I was fortunate enough to play a couple of um, reserve grade games the year before in, in 87. I was actually um, was in the members' stands when Manly won the grand final. Uh, sorry, yeah, that in 87. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And um, I never, I was never so excited. I was in the uh, members' uh, stand in the home shed looking around the aura of um, you know, great cricketers and sportsmen uh, from the past around me. I, thought, I was just so excited and so thrilled just to be part of it. We played our reserve game. We lost to Balmain. I think Daryl Broman was his last game. Uh, and they, so I got to play against the big Daryl Broman. That's how old it was. Uh-huh. Beautiful. Hey, some of those players that you came in, I, I wonder, is there, in all those years that you played in, in for your club and your state and your country, was there anyone crazier on the field than Ronnie Gibbs? <laughs> <laughs> well... I don't want to say too much because he'll get back to me and he'll hunt me down. Um, <laughs> but uh, look, look, you know, uh, Ronnie, Ronnie was a passionate player and yeah, he was a bit eccentric at times, but he, he's doing a wonderful job now. I don't know if people notice how out in the bush footy, he's a great ambassador for rugby league. Um, yeah. He covers oh, hundreds and hundreds of kilometres out in the New South Wales bush area, just promoting rugby league and, and helping kids play, play the sport. So, um, He's a great ambassador to, to the code. Uh, a bit crazy on the field, and when he just finished off the field, you'd stay away from him as well in the sheds. But, um, yeah, he, he's a great ambassador for the, for the code, that's for sure. But, no, not too many more 
crazier than they were on. Now, um, you've formed a great combination with Cliffy for a number of years, uh, twos. And did, did Bozo or any coaches ever try and coach Cliffy, or did they just leave him to his own devices? Oh, look, Cliffy's, uh, again, one of those indigenous players. He's just giving the ball. Um, didn't like tackling too much, mind you. Um, <laughs> he... He, he with a, with the ball in the hand though he's he's the best side of the scene. I mean he he was just a genius. Um, he used to cut side of the park and people would know. Oh, you know, Cliffy don't take his dummies. Don't you know? Don't just be mindful of double up on him in, in defence. But they still couldn't manage to stop him. Um, and when he when he was when he was hot, he was it was again he was just smoking hot. So um, he, he's he's definitely one of the greatest ball players I think the game's seen. Who would you regard as Manly's biggest opponent? Greatest opponent back then? Oh, well, it's hard. You asked me as a, a young manly sort of supporter growing up, I would have said it's Parramatta. They kept pipping us in grand finals and beating us all the time. So, mm. um, I mean, Parramatta, I think that that was a, a really big rivalry, particularly in the, um, you know, in, the, in the late 70s, early, early 80s, particularly. Um, it was a great, um, a great force um, when they came together, manly and then the Parramatta Eels. Mm. We, uh, we've been talking about uh, Manly just to kick the show off and talk about, and we do it each night with a different club and that your favourite Manly players, did you, did you have someone that you, you, you followed and you looked up to from, from Manly when you were young and coming through? Oh, not really, but coming through the grades, I, I really appreciate it. I mean, probably goes uh, as a bit of an unsung hero. Uh, Alan Thompson, the 5'8", you know, uh, yeah. played for the country, was a, was a great... A great man, and he got, no, I won't say shafted, man, but he was a fantastic coach. He, he, he took me for a year or two in, in the reserve grade when I was coming through. Just a great um, mind of the game, um, a great uh, inspiration as a coach. And I just thought that um, he had some really high and bright prospects of um, going further, but um, things didn't uh, work out that way um, when he got the opportunity, unfortunately. Mm. Now, so, Toops, you came in 88, um, Manly had some lean years and you managed to, then you, you eventually you, you take over as captain, you win the 1996 Premiership after a loss the year before. Uh, other great accolades um, we'll get to, but those couple of years of the Northern Eagles during that, you know, that Super League era, how do you look back yeah. at, at that? Well, that was probably, um, well, some other reasons as well, but one of the driving forces for me, Pulling the pin on on the game and retiring as a player, um, it was it was tough. It was tough going for everyone involved. I mean, for players and officials and, and everyone and the fans particularly. I mean, I think it's well noted now that um, you know once they sort of amalgamated some clubs, you didn't you lost a lot of fans. They didn't go to the new combined club. They actually just dropped out of the game and out yeah. of the game. So mm-hmm. um, it was it was it was tough um, mentally. I think we had a fairly good side on the field, uh, some good talent, but we just couldn't convert that um, into results in the first uh, couple of years. And uh, when that happens, I mean, we've seen it with other franchises as well. It's just really hard to to to, to drag um, um, drag yourself as a team um, to success to be successful because you sort of um, you you you. Christian with or crown with that um, you know, new team um, um, sort of um, atmosphere or some sort of uh, culture, it's very hard to, to, to beat that losing culture when, you, when you're a new club. Mm. Yeah. 
Now, Tubes, you're always in the in the face of the referees. Now, there's there's one incident. Um, it was at ANZ Stadium in Brisbane. You were playing the Brisbane Broncos. As you were walking past Bill Harrigan, you said something. He just turned around and sent you off. And you, you look like your butter wouldn't melt in your mouth. No, no, that's – come on, that's not how it was. He was hammering us, right? It was the first game back from the Super League ARL sort of um, dynasties. <laughs> and uh, he, Bill Harrigan's in charge. I'm playing, I think the penalty count was like 20 to 5. He's just torturous. And all he said, I think he sent John Hamawati off. Yep. But not, not an incident, but for a group of incidences. I said, you can't do that, Bill. That's bullshit. He goes, what did you say? I said, you... And Hobbard, Hobbard personally called him, I think, called him a cheat. And, um, and he, this is his story. Bill reckons that I said, yeah, I, I, I agree with Hopper. So he sent me off. That's, but you, I mean, when you started coaching, you didn't, you, you, you had a real nice relationship with refs, didn't you? You didn't seem to have any big dramas. Hey, have you got that thing we're going to play, Woogie, that we, we play it every week? Oh, here we go. Come on, here that's ridiculous. Hey, that's can you... ridiculous. <laughs> There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be, someone's got to be accountable hey, for this. Hey, Tues, can you... We love it. Can you... We love it. Uh, Confirm nor deny that when you were coaching reserve grade at Manly, you were responsible for yep. multiple phones being broken in the coach's box? That's a, that's a load of garbage. I, I couldn't <laughs> afford that's it, ridiculous. Mate. I couldn't afford it. But, um, <laughs> oh, I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't know. There was a, there's, a, there's a YouTube clip going around. That I'm going to kill the, the kid who put it together. <laughs> make a, a real gig of myself. But, um, <laughs> Isn't it funny? Like, you, you, you play for your country, you play for your state, and all anyone remembers you for is blowing up at the referee. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh, we remember a lot more than that, too. And, of course, um, yeah, we, <laughs> we managed to do it together. Do, do you miss coaching, though? I mean, I know you wore your heart on your sleeve and you looked like your head was going to explode and you were quite stressed, but I'm sure it's very rewarding in some ways. Do you miss it? Oh, yeah, of course. It's, um, you know, it's very... Um, it's very hard for me to to um, be on the outer for so long when you when you still have that itch and you have that that passion and that desire and you still think there's a job there that's, that's left undone. I think you know, there's still something there that I need to, to be a bit more successful at. So um, yeah, you know, it's still got that um, passion uh, alight inside of me. But um, getting a style or getting a, uh, a gig somewhere makes it uh, it's very difficult. Mm. So your mate, so you you're, you're working. You, you studied. Your accountancy while you were playing, did you? Oh yeah. And, why, why would you do a, a commerce degree and then go into accounting? Thirteen. Someone should have slapped me around the head. So, <laughs> hey, twos. When you were coaching, I'm always interested in you know behind the behind the curtain in relation to players that you really love to coach. Is there is there a player that that you just loved coaching that just did everything right that just turned up and had enthusiasm for his teammates, his club, and was just a dream? I don't think there's, there's such a thing, um, to be honest with you. But um, I really enjoy coaching the reserve grade uh, in particular when you see some of the the, um, the young men come through um, to the, the top grade. Um, yep. I mean, um, Glenn Stewart's probably a particular one. Matt Ballin's another one. Um, both great football players, different styles of football players, but um, both grafted away, um, played in reserve grade for, for a few years. And then once their opportunity came, they, they took it with both hands, which is 
fantastic to sit back and see and say, hey, you hope that um, you had something maybe to do with it, with their success. Because mm-hmm. um, as an old ex-player, I mean, that's all you got left in life is to, is to hope you can, can help someone else someone yeah. else out succeed and, and, and succeed their dreams. So um, that's the most exciting thing as a coach um, is seeing those, those players come through from the lower grades and, and get their opportunity and, and make the most of it. And, and Toops, how proud are you of the way Manly now play their footy, their style of footy that seems to have, you know, gone back to their, their best days? Yeah, look, um, yeah, they've got a fairly healthy squad at the moment, I, I think. Um, um, although I, I, I didn't like the chances once Tom went down in the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, thank God he came back. Um, but, I mean, it's just, I suppose it's just, um, it shows you how important one or two players uh, to a team, um, so it's great to see um, and the local juniors, you know, the Drovich brothers, um, um, Kieran Four and, and um, Cherry Evans coming back together was, I think, was a, a positive sign as well. The, uh, the old um, halves getting back the combination together, I think that was pretty successful this year, and I think that'll flourish again next year. Um, but as if, you, if you've got a team and you've got uh, T. Travoyevich at the back, I think um, you'd probably go okay. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. One of the toughest little buggers to play the game of rugby league. Jeff Tooves, Tuvi, thanks for your time today on Sports Day. And uh, if you need your taxes done or your books updated, uh, this is the man <laughs> to see. He works so hard he catches the bus to and from work. That's go outstanding. And, go and see someone else. Don't come and see me. <laughs> <laughs> Tooves, thanks for your time, mate. Oh, you mate. Oh, great chat, boys. I've loved these chats with all these legends this week. Well done. South Sydney tomorrow because they finished third last year. Mm. Oh, well, you've got all the players' numbers, will you? So yeah, mate. going to line up? I'm, I'm trying to get Bronco to Jura. If anyone's got his number, uh, <laughs> shoot it through. Have you got Terry Faye's number, Badge? You played with Big him at Jenna. the Raiders? Red I, I don't. I haven't come across him for a long, long time, but it is it. Well, I wish I we'll did. have at least Tugger, Tugger Coleman. Coleman. Yeah. You want to talk to Tugger Coleman tomorrow? Let's Tugger's talk to Tugger. Great, oh, great sp- value. One of the most passionate Rabbitohs of all time. I'll we'll have he- to slow it down afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, oh, come on, it's not another Sam Bacow interview, is it, where I'm going to have to have oh, potentially. a lot of post-production? Yeah, we, we will be pre-recording. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I had him on live grand final day. We were hovering around the dump button. Don't worry about that. <laughs> All right, hopefully we'll have Tugger Coleman on tomorrow night from South. Uh, this is Sports Day. By the way, that's ridiculous coming up later on in the show. He took that well. He's heard it before, <laughs> I think. He's filthy on the kid. Come on, you bloke. We're the kid that's put the YouTube thing together. He's filthy on I think on you'll him. kill him. Yeah. Uh, this is Sports oh. Day. The Onyo Kia Sportage has been Worse. unleashed. tackle him. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Uh, we are back. Just got a, an official um, email from the West Tigers, boys. West Tigers are pleased to confirm that life member Benji Marshall has returned to the club. Cute. He's back. Playing. Uh, ambassador. <laughs> oh, there you go. So he should be. Lots of texts coming through. 0457 736 736 about your favourite manly player of all time. Of course, Badge tonight is in the Michael O'Connor home studio. Or uh, the worst rock bands. A most overrated rock band. We've got a few there. All right, go got for it. got a few there. My favourite player, manly player, was Phil Blake. This is from uh, Sporty Gabby. He's the finest yeah. player. Never to play a test match for the Australian Kangaroos. Had a soft spot for Chris Close. Noel Cleal. Mal Cochran, great hooker. 
and Owen Cunningham. Won the Rothmans medal, Mal Cochran. Cochran in the early uh, what, 86, I think. Yeah, we also threw out that question about if you had a choice out of Tommy Trebojevich and his brother Jake or Glenn Stewart and uh, and Brett Stewart. Uh, and this is... Dale Shearer and Cliff Lyons. Nah. Oh, I didn't do that. Uh, Gavin from Willoughby says, Hi, lads. Uh, I'd take Tommy with Glenn Stewart. If only Glenn Stewart... A better ball player than Jake. However, two amazing brothers that bled Maroon and White love your show. Yeah, hang thanks, on, hang Gab. On. You we didn't say you could mix them up. But Gab's Which doing what he wants. wants. It's freedom of choice. He's, like Andrew Abdo said today, it's tr- freedom of rebel. choice and speech. Yeah, mm. you, you got your free, but it doesn't mean we, uh, just like the NRL, you mightn't get a game. Yeah. Now, um, Adrian from Dural, uh, I can't keep up the facade. Sats has garbage taste in bands. Mm. And as a comic fizzer. Yep. No, well, you're the one that called me a comedic <laughs> genius, Adrian. Um, I'm glad he's on thanks. your back tonight. Bon Jovi are dribblers who are filthy that ACD were bigger. ACDC. ACDC were bigger than, than them in the States than what they were. Of course they Sat's were. last laugh has been Ooh. unbelievable. No, nah, it says punishing. No, he doesn't say that. You've got to bench him. In mm. fact, Adrian, thank you for that. We'll consider it. Okay, Mickey G says, good evening, Jace Sats badge. On with you, Mickey Sats. G from Woodbury. Yeah, when you consider the Shadows spent eight weeks at number one with their instrumental wonderful land, <laughs> the Beatles, the Stones, not so much definitely overrated as for Manly. Think Cliffy Lyons uh, was the, was the best. Yeah, what, sorry, what what is what what does that don't mean? mean? I don't, don't say the Beatles. Is he saying, saying the Beatles, Beatles are overrated? Yeah. Right, he's been. Oh, I used to like Mickey yeah. G. <laughs> uh, Saint Boyd says Terry Randall would be my favourite Manly player. How um, tough was he? Oh, how tough. I've told you that story before. When what about yeah, go on. My dad came back in '71, first game against Manly, and he'd come back from that broken jaw, and he said, "I don't know how this is going to hold up." And as Terry uh, Terry Randall's playing the ball, my dad grabbed a handful of his hair because he had long hair, Terry Randall, and picked him up off the ground. And Terry Randall hit him flush on the chin, <gasps> and he thought, "Oh." Broke my jaw again. Didn't break. He said it was the best thing that ever happened to him. This young, oh. young upstart trying to break his jaw again. What did he put it back oh. in place? Did he? Yeah. Uh, the hey, most, what about Mel? What about Mel? Really? How tough was he? He's one of the greatest seagulls going around. Uh, you know the yeah. influence that he had on that side um, in those in the grand final, those grand finals. Absolutely amazing. Uh, the most overrated band badge of all time. This is from Carl from the Northern Rivers. Coldplay. No. Not even a Coldplay. rock band, he says. That's another band. <laughs> He's banned as well. Coldplay. They're a good band, Coldplay. Hey, Danger says. Well, it's, we've all got different tastes. Well, here's one from a blast from the past. Danger says The Who. Yes. Were the best band I've ever seen. Unbelievably fantastic. Yeah, they are pretty good. Mm-hmm. 0457 736 736. Keep your text <laughs> coming through for your favourite Manly players <laughs> and most overrated rock bands. Quick, I've got to go to break, Sats. Oh, yeah, no, Craig from Camden says, boys, most overrated Coldplay, they put a glass eye to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> this is Sports Day for the all-new Kia Sportage. It's been unleashed. Hey, got some news headlines and Badger's favourites. Some royal news on the way on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Sports Day <laughs> news headlines for Polaris, Australia's number one off-road vehicle brand. Badge, while you're sitting at home in the uh, Michael O'Connor home studio, Badge and I are now, I'm not, Sats and I are now fighting over the text messages. 
oh, coming through what, as well. Over the Bush rock band yes. and your favourite Manly yes. player. We'll or, get to those really soon. I'm going to upset most of Newcastle. So, mm. uh, news headlines. Oh. Clubs across New South Wales are handing out free schooners of beer today. Why aren't we what, in New what? South Wales? Hang on, hang on. <laughs> what? All, some cl- all clubs? Some clubs. Whereabouts, guys? I went to a club today clubs in across. New South Wales and did not get a free schooner. And if anyone knows how to get something for free... It's yeah. your badge. Mm. Well, what, so? uh, it's in celebration of the industry reopening and as a reward for achieving the state's vaccination targets. Now, well, if, Anastasia, club. if Anastasia Palaszczuk offered that to Queenslanders, mm. maybe a six-pack, we'll be 110% vaccinated <laughs> within three days. Yeah, people be going back. They'll be getting their fourth shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I want my booster now. Excuse me, sir. You got It's more than one day. Hey, listen, Royal News time, boys, and this is a big story. I'm sorry, I missed it a few days ago, but you know how the the COP26 summit's been on in Glasgow? Uh, You know, the climate change thing. Joe Biden reportedly led a long one rip during a conversation. What do you mean a long one rip? What are you talking about? You know, a long one. So, like... What do you mean? Flatulence. Fluffy off the chain. Okay, yep. A fart. Okay. (laughs) Now, Tiddy? in his presence was the Duchess of Cornwall. What's she and, doing and a there? Surpri- I don't know. Camilla Parker Bowles was there. Anyway, she was she was there. Mm. Uh, she must have went with Charles. So she reported. Was she the one that reported that Sleepy Joe Biden? Yeah, apparently it was during a conversation in an art gallery. And he, he farted. Yeah, seventy-eight year old. Is that yeah. all he is? He See, that's old. an allegation. As you've got to have. If you're going to put this in the show, you've got to have evidence. Hey, you, hey. I, I, no, know no. You, I know you've she, got evidence. She sleeps with. Charles, she yep. knows what a long one <laughs> sounds like. You've got I, evidence. I've got you? evidence, but as a responsible journalist, I'm not playing it because it's, oh, it's bad. It's not good for the show. It doesn't matter how old you are. It's always funny. Can you please play the I'm evidence? not playing. I've got it. I've got it on tape. What's the summit called? Uh, the COP26. So did cop they rename this. it? Cop yeah, that 26. Cop that 26 seconds. Anyway, I'm Come much. On. There you go. Play it. Well, show me the button. I'll push it. Here we go. Hello? <laughs> I interview myself. <laughs> that was it. Boogie. That was it. <laughs> what? How old are we? We're laughing at fart jokes. Doesn't, doesn't matter how old you are. The show has now jumped the shark. <laughs> was that, that wasn't really it. <laughs> That's just something you dug up. Was that it? <laughs> That's it. That's it. What did Camilla say? She said, <laughs> Stop it. We're finished. We're done. Forever. Get range of yeah. confidence for the price of a quad. Visit your local Polaris dealer today. The weather. Someone do it. Sydney tomorrow showers. Top of 21. At Port Macquarie, rain, possible storm. Top of 25. New Farm Australia's through and through. <laughs> New Farm's products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm Australia's through and through. What is going on with you, Woogie? Oh, mate, God. I'm just doing. He asked me to, to. I didn't want to play it. Do you laugh that much every night in bed when you let one go? It's not me, mate, is doing that. It's normally, the, <laughs> it's, no, it's the dog. That'll get back. <laughs> it's oh. the dog. This is Sports Day, by the way. Thanks to our great mates at Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. So's Joe Biden. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.